What's up, geeks and everybody else, and welcome to Geek Mythology, a podcast brought to you by my good friend Sugi on YouTube. And Sal. He's just called Sal. <laughs> that's, that's all you're going to know about me. Yeah, this is a little different. Normally I do the intros in the podcast, but Sal decided to take the reins for today's episode. Indeed. And I'm not doing the joke, though. It's all on you. Yes, I, I always do the joke. The joke is my thing. So, knock knock. Who's there? You. Me? Yeah. You who? <laughs> you who? Big summer blowout. Do you yeah, get I the don't reference? know that, but I, I, I just the ruined reference? the joke partially. No, but I, I don't I, know what the summer blowout is. It's it's the uh, the shopkeeper guy in Frozen. Oh right, the guy who actually has an accent. He's like, "Yoo-hoo, big summer blowout!" It's one of my favorite parts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, today we're talking about games, games and games, games and and games. Okay, and we're gonna talk about two types of games: video games and like playground games, or pretty much, yeah. You know, you know. You know those stupid things you do as children in the primary school play? Yeah, those. Those games. Primary yeah. school. It seems like only yesterday. Well, for me at least. It seems like only yesterday. I, I was in year six. Uh, personally, personally for me, I think year six is the best year of primary school. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, there is the pressure of sats and they make it out to be this giant big thing. It's like... We've had sats before in year two, but this is the sats we're aware of. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, oh yeah, no, these aren't just end of school, uh, end of year exams. These are like somewhat, somewhat something, somewhat something indeed. And for our non-British um, audience, the sats are basically this test exam thing that you do in primary school or slash elementary school, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's at the end of key stage one and key stage two. Um, which is year two and year six. The year two sats. I don't remember it at all. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know they aren't just normal end of year exams, but they're, like, they're called sats. But then the year six ones are probably the stuff that maybe some like secondary schools might Use, look at yeah, if they yeah. want to see. Yeah. And it's also what some of our predictions for yeah. years later. What was uh, interesting is my sister, who's in a younger year than me, I yes. remember, this is what I do remember about the year two sats, was that at my our primary school, they pretended that the sats weren't a thing, so that the kids didn't, you know, get feel pressured. Oh, okay. They were like, oh, here's just the random normal test, totally not the sats, which are important. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I remember in my school, there was, the, there was the base level exams, right, for maths and English. Yeah. But then, like, the kids who were in the higher group, so I did the higher level of English yeah. only. No, yeah. I did the higher level of either maths or English, one of them. While yeah. some people did the higher level of both. But that's yeah. not why we're here. We're here to talk about the fun stuff. The games. Oh, um, I just want to mention, in primary school, did you have, like, this thing every Friday afternoon? We golden called it golden time. time. Golden yeah. time. Yeah. We, we, we didn't have it every afternoon. We had sort of this thing where we had to earn it. So, like, once, like, a certain glass was full of, like, marbles or something. Ah, yeah. We'd do it. 
Sometimes the Mom. teacher was like, here, have it. You've done so well this week. May I, I think what I did, uh, at least in year four, for sure, I remember going into the IT room, either playing either playing some Cartoon Network Ben 10 games, right? <laughs> yeah. Or using the website that you use now and I've used for the past eight years to watch Pokemon. <laughs> oh, that's what you did. Yeah. I, I remember, um, we used to have golden time all the time, every Friday, no matter every what. Friday. But then well, when the... Well, I feel like for us it depended on the year we were in. But then um, the head teacher left and there was this new new leadership and they took it oh. away. You had to earn it after that. <laughs> uh, you know, like, yeah, I've been, I've been watching things for quite a while. So I, I don't remember exactly what I did, but I do remember I was into um, drawing. About, about on the game side, playground game side of this, right? Yeah, Golden Times, sometimes we'd go outside and yeah, play games go outside as well. And play. Yep. Everybody was like, computers! <laughs> Just like the IT room, my ear. But there are, I actually don't recognise the stuff you put here. Sharky, Ghost, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Right. I so don't know what these are, are. These are games that I played playground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which I don't recognise. I might, maybe once you explain it, I'll know what they are, but... um. So, I'll explain these games, which, um, Sharky and Ghosty, okay, those are the nicknames. I don't exactly remember what we called them. But in the playground, we, there were lines, like, because they had, like, a football pitch or something. They drew lines yeah. on the playground yeah. for, for various things, like a football pitch. There was, like, mm -hmm. a big chess grid or something. I have no idea. Yeah, no, no, as, as, as normal, yeah. Okay, you've got lines. Ghosty is literally Pac-Man. You're only allowed to walk on the lines. One person is it slash the ghost, literally Pac-Man okay. in real life, without the um, without the yellow circle things. It's just one person's it. You have to try and get everyone. Kind of like Pac-Man. Okay. <laughs> Sharky's the same. I don't exactly remember what Sharky was about. Okay. It just in okay. it involved a shark, and I think it's another variant of the tag. Tag your yeah, I remember something we something we did in PE actually. So like a game that our PE teachers uh, did was it was it was like a shark game. I don't know whether we called it Shark Attack or something. But there were, do you know those mats we have like those blue mats in school? Oh yeah, like the gymnastic sort of mats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those mats they were placed around the hall, right? Mm -hmm. And those were the safe islands. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think what it was is we start. You started off with one shark or one or two sharks okay and so you'd have to run about and when the whistle was blown you'd have to get to an island a safe island yeah okay and i think every each time somebody was caught they'd become a shark yeah so it's sort of like yeah. an affection sort of game um i think slowly the islands were removed and until maybe one person was left i suppose uh, I, I, another yeah. similar game was probably bulldog do you know bulldog british bull is it, yeah, bulldog. Where you, is that where you, you run, run across from, the room? Yeah, and yeah. There's like one person in the middle. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be like, if you don't want to get rough in this game, don't play. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets quite violent. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like the teachers. I think at one point, do you, we used to have these tags on our on like around our waist, which apparently I think was used in rugby. Yeah, tag, tag rugby, rugby or something. Yeah. So at one point, I think the teachers just gave us tags, and if those tags were removed, you'd be caught. Yeah. Um, what is the trim trail? So the, the trim, trim trail, trail, we had, they called it the trim trail. 
it's literally one of those like obstacle sort of courses with like oh you mean like those oh with, like uh, swings and rope thingies and uh, like the balancing balancing thingy. things yeah. monkey bars that sort of thing I have a I have a st- I have a game we used to play on our balancing beam. What was that? Okay, so basically we'd have it. So I don't think there was any teams or there was any coherent teams or what the rules were. But you'd go on each side of the balancing beam. You'd walk up, and it's the pe- basically we had one part. We had on one part of it we had a part that's going up, and on the other side another part that was going up. Yeah. Then in the middle there was that sort of flat long beam. Yep. So we'd be on that. So the two people on the flat long beam would basically essentially fight to push the other person off. <laughs> okay. It's like sumo and, on a beam. Yeah. And another, we had this another apparatus where it was like it was tires on one side and beams on the other. And it was like a sort of a climbing frame. Yeah. So, and what we do is that that had like a, that was like in a red square, you see. Okay. So we do it so where we'd have to push each other out of the red square. So another sumo side of game. The funny part of that was I was watching a quite a bit of Beyblade back then, right? Yeah, the the, the Beyblade that was airing during that time. So I'd always quote unquote make moves based off of those Beyblade moves. Oh, and I used to do this. You know, in okay, sorry to ramble on, but you know, in Bed Wars, the sacrificing move where you jump to the side and hit somebody off. Oh yes, yes. I was doing that long before I got Minecraft. I was doing that on the balancing beam. You were doing that in real life. Yeah, I was off jumping to off to the side off. and pushing the other person off. <laughs> we were we became quite wary of it, like late year five, because the, the teachers kind of like whenever they saw it, they're like, "Stop!" So whenever we saw a teacher, we'd go like, um, "Yeah, no, we're just using this quite normally, quite normally." You know, you seem to have a really uh, violent sort of. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, no. Uh, can I? Do you want to? Do you have anything else you can specifically say? I uh we used to play Manhunt and we we did this in year seven in secondary I, school oh, as well. Right. I didn't know about Manhunt till I came but to school. We we yeah, had like we had this Manhunt game, yeah. uh, but our school was like the playground was relatively big, so we had you know your playground on the concrete sort of you know that sort of stuff, uh, that you, playground. Can I just say something? Yeah. My my primary school's playground was massive because we'd have the playground in between like. In between going to the actual playground and the building, there was like a yeah. bit of playground oh. area for like the reception yeah. kids, maybe. Yeah. But then at, back there, we had the apparatus, then a yeah. small grass area, yeah. right? Then yeah. after that grass area, we had this big concrete area, which had like a, it had like a sort of, oh, I forgot what you call them, a plasio or somewhere where yeah. there's this big sort of roof where you could stand under when oh. it rained. But oh, we wow. had this big area where we had like a football field on one side. And past the concrete, right, we had yeah. another huge grass field, like quite a big grass field, with trees lining one side, then a giant bush at the back. My school had a playground. There were two playgrounds, one for the younger years and one for the older kids. There's a playground, and then next to that playground was, like, this football pitch, which was, like, it wasn't grass, it was something. And yeah. then there was a big hill, and on the steep part of the hill, that was where the trim trail thing was. On some sort of gradient, which was quite, you know, I cool. I loved my primary school playground. And then on it top is... of the hill was this big, the big, you know, field where you do sports days and things like that. And what was cool was, um, because it was a hill, there was this bridge, right, that connected the the field with the second floor of the building. 
the first floor oh, of the building, right. of the school building, which was quite... cool. And then the the playground yeah. underneath, underneath that bridge. I I think there was one game I can say for both both of us. Okay, first of all, in terms of sports, I used to play a bit of football back then, and I'd always be in goal. And I was I was like all right at goalie back in like year year six. Year I five, I year never five. got into football. I I was mainly a defender, and I'd just be like, get your legs. <laughs> I do remember a game we had was um, it was, you had these like tennis racket, plastic tennis racket things, such table tennis okay. rackets and a ball okay. and it's literally okay. just like hockey or you hit a ah. ball with a bat but it's these like plastic tennis rackets ah, table tennis rackets and you, you just hit them across the floor because we weren't allowed footballs in the playground only in the oh. football pitch section uh, the, I think you might recognize the next game I'm going to mention in terms of playground games. Do you know, like, zombie, or like where one person's blindfolded and they need to catch everyone, they oh. have to catch other people? Oh, that sounds interesting. Have you never played something like that? Never, never, ever. Uh, then there's the other game where you stand against a tree or a wall and like people have to walk forward to get you, and every time you look back... Oh yes, that one. And, still, and if you move, you have to go back. Uh, so okay. those, those are like yeah, basic yeah. playground games we play, but uh, about video games. I mean, as a as a younger kid, I never had, I never really played that much. Apart from, I did play a lot actually with browser games and stuff, but I didn't. Games, yeah. I didn't have many consoles apart from my my Nintendo DS. That's the first console I got. Did, I did think. you have like, the first DS or did you have a DSi? DSi. Can I just say something random? I, for some reason, get this sort of feeling of superiority having the original the DS original over one. somebody who had the DSi. I, I played and on the original one, yeah. but I didn't own it. I have a pink one at that. Was oh, that the one you still uh, bring to school sometimes? Uh, yeah, I seem to have lost its charge, you know, oh. so, yeah. But what kind of games did you have on your DS? So, I had Super Mario Brothers. Which was, you know, the platformer game, which was fun. And I also got Mario Kart. That's fair. I didn't... I I had a, quite a few more games than that, personally. Uh, I... On my DS, I had... Um, main games I can remember from when I was a kid is some Bratz game, you see. Okay. Are those, like, the weird... TV show. Yeah, yeah. Another one was this sort of, like, brain training game. Which oh, was, yes. like, quite... Yeah, I had series that. on the Nintendo game. Yeah, I had that. On the DS. I think mine, mine, had, mine had the brain training game built in, I think. Uh, I don't remember okay. having a cartridge for that. Yeah, it, it might be because you had the DSi. Yeah. It might be the case. Then I had Kung Fu Panda, right? <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. Which I think I, I've started the game so many times and I've only completed it once because I used to get stuck sometimes. So I've completed that game once through only. <laughs> Have you completed like Super Mario Brothers at all? I've never played a I've, Super Mario game. Have you never? I never owned one. Oh, I've, I'm, I was going to say, I was going to say, I've never completed a Super Mario Brothers game. Um, I, I just, I'm, I don't, uh, I suck at it, basically. Yeah. And then one of my favorite <laughs> games, which I've, I started replaying a few months ago, is Pokemon Black, okay. which has an interesting story. <laughs> Because okay. I got stuck on that for, I don't remember how long, but it felt like I was stuck in it for so long. Oh, I had another game on the Wii. So oh, we'll I, talk about the Wii now. Okay, yeah. let's go into, yeah. So I had Super Mario Brothers on the Wii as well. Uh, but I did have this this game called Heat Seeker, 
It was literally it's like War Thunder, but you had modern fighter jets, and it was so bad. It was such a bad game. It was literally fly fly plane, fly a fighter jet, and try shoot people down. Um, and then I had another okay. game, which was the Sonic slash Mario sort of crossover London 2012 wish, Olympics game. I wish I had that game. I wish I had that. It game. was the London 2012 like Olympics game with so- uh, uh, Sonic was, and Mario. That was, so, that was so good. That was a classic. <laughs> I used to have both Wii Sports, Wii Sport and Wii Sports oh, Resort. Oh yes, yeah. I loved Wii Sports uh, Resort, but I didn't have it. I had uh, to go down, go around my neighbor's house. What I'm sad game. about is I couldn't play two player versions of that game because I didn't oh. have the extra. I didn't have a second part of the extra bit that you yeah. needed for Wii Sports Resort. Mario Kart was something I banged. I banged out. What was your favorite game within Wii Sports Resort? Oh, that was either either just flying the plane around. Yeah, I think the dog I would have loved it more if I, I didn't so get good. to do dog fighting. Ah. I couldn't do dog fighting because it was two player. Or it's the kendo sword fighting. Oh, sword fighting! I I, I, I liked the uh, the cycling one and the the boxing oh, one. Oh yeah, literally the boxing's from the first game. Boxing's yeah, but you game. just. Spam nice. punch your Wii remote I, and the nutshell. I chuck. didn't spam in boxing. I, I actually waited. I did, did it you? properly. Oh. Yeah. Uh, another game I had on the Wii is actually Sonic Colors. But I got stuck on it really early on, so I didn't get too far into the game. I got oh. to like the second world. Uh, there was actually one more console that I had as a kid, which was the Nintendo 3DS. Uh, I had problems with that 3DS quite a bit, to be honest. I only had one game on it, which was um, Mario Kart 7. Yes, Mario, Mario Kart, Kart 7. 7. And I think that's why I can do decent at the Nintendo Switch version of Mario Kart, because it's the same sort of controls with the yeah. joystick. I've it feels a bit different. how much the Mario Kart graphics have changed. Because um, uh, I, like quite recently, we've been playing Mario Kart on the Switch, right? In, um, in school. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so... We were playing Mario Kart on the Switch with the relatively new graphics, and then I went Looks back so... to play Mario Kart on the DS after many years, <laughs> and only now yeah. I realised just how far the graphics have developed and improved. Yeah. Because back then I didn't realise that was, you know, trash. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Mario Kart is just a legendary series, which we might not have as good motion controls as we used to on the Wii, but the new version's still good. It's mm-hmm. still good. Because it's got a collection of old maps. So, going on to more recent games, uh, what have you been playing? Oh, Seth, um, you <laughs> see, I play a variety of games like Ryan, League of Legends, Paladin... No, I'm kidding, it's Minecraft. Yes, just saying with me, just Minecraft. I don't have an Xbox or other consoles or a I've particularly good PC, so I don't really have, you know, all those games. I would still rank like a Nintendo Wii over any console, any other console, because just it's much more fam- like those games are competitive. While this game, this console was much more fun to play with friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it so, was so nice. Uh, with Minecraft, how did you get um, into Minecraft? So you see, when I was a wee lad of eight years old. <laughs> At a funeral, in fact. Okay, a funeral. <laughs> I found out about Stampy Longnose. At a funeral. 
best because the kids were shoved into a room because you know we as a kid you don't care about funerals and stuff i apologize for all the people's funerals i hope you're all right but basically uh this kid was watching stampy one of his videos and i was like oh that looks cool and as you know as an eight-year-old i was very much on the internet watching youtube and stuff um I think it was the same for me, but I didn't really get into Stampy as as um, early as other yeah, people I, did. I, I think I think I was watching his videos before his hundredth uh, yeah. episode of Lovely World came out. I probably out. only got into it uh, when he was maybe episode yeah. two hundred. Let me, let me something. do a bit of research. Uh, I That's only got around into the time it. I dropped out. Yeah. That's around the time I dropped it. I only got into it in year six, basically, because people started talking about it, and that's when I got into it. If we talk about uh, if we talk about it in terms of years, I found Stampy when I was year four. Yeah. Oh, that's early. Yeah. yeah. I, I only got into it like year five or year six. But I, then I did yeah. get Minecraft when I was ten, on my tenth birthday. You got Minecraft, I think, before me. Then oh. you got Minecraft before me. Yeah, I remember the version. It was like one point seven, uh, oh, I think, okay. when I got it. Yeah. yeah. When I got Minecraft, I didn't play it that often because the my computer that i was playing it on was trash it, it didn't handle it very well and i just basically stopped playing so yeah i i got minecraft in year five but i didn't play it until like year eight and that's when bed wars came out i think it was bed wars that prompted me to re-download the game i was seeing all these videos on youtube and i was like i want to play that game so that's why i re-downloaded yeah. minecraft and started playing again yeah uh, so Stampy's what got me into it, and from Stampy I found other YouTubers like Iballistic Squared and Feradub, aka Ashdub, who's now unfortunately quit YouTube because his channel yeah. sort of. It's a shame. Um, all these Minecraft YouTubers as a, you, that you watched as a child are, are basically dead. Dan TDM, he's still he's still relevant, Dan, but he doesn't do Minecraft. I'm the just others. looking at all these old videos and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that yeah. somewhat. Yeah, it's the nostalgia. But- yeah, and the old old Xbox Adventure maps, they were so good. They were, yeah. Yeah, but uh, for, I also, I've, Dan DDM, I actually didn't find out to Stampy because they didn't really do videos together no. until later on. Like, I don't even know if they've done any videos together. But uh, They only did each- one collaboration, I think, it's and that was WonderQuest, I think. Stan in WonderQuest? Stampy. Stampy I... made, oh yeah, Dan has a uh, one episode of WonderQuest. Oh yeah. But I, I, they, they, they're friends. They've been to like Insomnia's together and they've done yeah. stuff together, I think. But uh, I found about, out about Dan from my other friend who was into Minecraft. But it's just, I just like going back to like all these series they were making yeah. and looking about how long they were. They were like four or five years ago is when like they were really doing their stuff. Yeah, 2013 was, I think, the golden era for 2013, 2013 to 2015. That yeah. sort of time. And then after that, like uh, PC, PC Minecraft really started get, yeah, coming on. Yeah, that's the when Bed Wars came along. And then you got like, like mod reviews started going a bit down. Yeah. Mod packs started going a bit down. It was like the servers, and then you got the rise of like Preston plays. He did Bed yeah. Wars. Oh uh, yeah. But then some of these you know, creators went on to Fortnite. <laughs> Shame on them. Yeah, like, uh, some of the... I found out about people, like, Unspeakable around, like, year yeah. eight, like, three years ago. <clears throat> and from him, I found out about some other YouTubers because they had this group called The Prophet Idiots. Yeah. And then I watched some... Of... I used to watch, like, their streams. Disney Infinity! 
Oh boy. I, I like really wanted to play that. And also Skylanders yeah. and all those games where you had a physical like a collection of thingies, you know, that were part yeah. of the game. But anyway, as I said earlier, Bed Wars got me into Minecraft like properly yeah. because before then I didn't really play it. And yeah. it, was, it was different for us because we didn't really get into survival Minecraft, which was, you know, the original yeah. game until very recently. Uh, no, I wouldn't say I wasn't into it. I did play occasional survival with okay. Zach on yeah. his server. Oh. Like I, I was, I, I can always say as soon as I've got a full set of iron gear, I'm just like, I'm out. Gonna stop. I'm, yeah, I'm same. Isocraft, which is the series that I made in my channel. So context for the people who didn't follow the Isocraft series, it's literally this. The series was literally this, this server that we set up during um, lockdown. Just so that we could keep playing Minecraft as friends, That's and good. it was this uh, vanilla Minecraft server, and this was the first time I actually committed to a survival world and defeated the Ender Dragon, and then even after the Ender Dragon, I kept on building and stuff. You should definitely check out my videos. <laughs> anyway, I do want to mention um, story-based games. Now, game. story-based games like. Remember Minecraft Story Mode? Did it you follow that? It was a big Yeah, I followed it. Episode four, like it was coming out while we were like in year seven, and I, I watched. I don't remember. Like I kind of switched between YouTubers before settling on Dan TDM to watch his videos on. I was story yeah. Mode. I was watching Stampy's one, but yeah. So I think yeah. I, I personally I, prefer Story base games even though i don't really play them but i do enjoy uh, watching them yeah, yeah i used to uh i used to watch uh, i wish i used to watch this one youtuber for his lego lego gameplays lego yeah. walkthrough i think stampy did like the lego hobbit and from there i found these other people yeah. who did that there was it's... this one youtuber i used to love watching called blitzwinger who did like i found him because like stampy didn't do every single disney infinity thing so i found him who was doing some more disney infinity stuff and i kept on watching him for his other stuff yeah i mean yeah. i because i don't have a console and my computer isn't that good i always uh... tend to watch gameplay yeah, yeah, I understand yeah. That. so i so... remember watching the star wars battlefront 2 campaign and uh, fallen yeah. order on youtube and I must say, I do prefer these story-based games, I think, over multiplayer. Uh, I, I, I do know this one YouTuber who's still doing sort of a playthrough yeah. in Fallen Order. So I might go ahead and watch his series on Fallen yeah. Order. Fallen Order yeah. is really it's lovely. I mean, the story writing is quite good. I think the main reason we played Minecraft is, of course, we couldn't really... I can't really run anything else on Yes, the... yeah. I used to watch like uh, a YouTuber who used to play a bunch of Sonic games. So I used to sort of sometimes watch his Sonic videos. Uh, but I I've been much more of a watcher than a gamer in yeah, in, yeah. In, in in both senses of YouTube and shows. Yeah, I I do prefer watching cartoons and shows over playing games. If I did want to watch a game on YouTube, it would most likely be uh, because of the story. So that's yeah. why I I watched these campaigns because they had canon information on Star Wars, not because I I liked the game itself. I just you know wanted to know the story yeah. of the game, so that's yeah. why I watched these sorts of stuff because I'm more of think... a, a story person than a gaming yeah. person. I'd say. Yeah. Like, 
uh, in terms of like the Minecraft YouTubers, they really went down because like Minecraft didn't have as many sort of people weren't interested in seeing the good yeah. old survival stuff because that's been seen so much. So like I I now watch like these YouTubers who always play together. So like that if you watch their video, it's gonna be these people that they play with, and it's sort of funny because I love seeing his friends play these games in Minecraft together, you know? Yeah, but what's interesting is how these YouTubers that we watched as a, as a younger kid, they've died out, but then there's a resurgence of Minecraft with um, Hermitcraft. So they're not the same, they're not the same YouTube YouTubers. They're, these are different YouTubers, like, sort of replacing them, I think, in terms of the Minecraft audience, Minecraft community. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that, yeah. And the, these, you know, these Hermitcraft guys, some of them, like Mumbo Jumbo and Grian, are getting like millions, like two million on average, uh, two million they views. They were big. They were big yeah. before, but now they're big. These, yeah, these are big. Like two million views every episode is a lot of views. Yeah. Like Hermitcraft has been going on for years, but it's like, I'd yeah. say from, from season six is when it really started getting yeah. views. See, what's interesting with season six was I think this was the first season. Well, they had a storyline. Uh, well, they introduced they not an overarching storyline, but they had mini stories. Yeah, yeah. I and I think that. um, that's it gave rise to like a an almost binge watching sort of thing where you wanted to know the the rest of the story. So that's why you'd stick around for the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Uh, it's different to from Minecraft, but so the yeah it's it's changed like uh this youtuber called jack sex at life he he says this a lot because he, he has some people from his older audience say, oh can you do some more of this or some more of this but he says some true words no one youtuber will keep doing the same content for more than like maybe two years there's always going to be change in both creators and the communities yeah, yeah. uh i did want to say i mentioned one thing sort of moving on from like youtube which is also quite a big part of our childhoods but like about back to games almost what's with your username my username uh, how did it come about thought we so could talk about my that. my username okay probably have much this will be like the whatever. first time that i've explained my username slash youtube name yeah. so for the first time ever geek mythology guys you are the first people to hear the origins of my name okay Sugi stands for, I remember it's an acronym for something, super something, something, something YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean like, is that, oh, uh, so it stands like for each... something. Okay, okay. I, that's all I remember. Pop is, um, just pop. <laughs> pop. And planet is, uh, is this like, I wanted to make this world of of wow. fun. It was like in my in my mind it was like I'm going to be the biggest channel ever. I'm going to take over the world. And I made this channel like 5 years ago, okay? In August 22. So literally in a few days time, my channel's turning 5 years old. But back then, you know, I I I went for the longer name because Stampy had a long name. Stampy long yeah. nose. So I was like, and like Dan TVM used to be called the Diamond Banker. Yeah. So long names long were like the normal thing back then. But if I was to make my name now, I'd probably get rid of Pop Planet and just leave that Shuggy. 
Yeah, for me, it's not as ex- not as like an elaborate explanation. Sal, obviously, my name. Sal uh, is your name. A short yeah. version, short version of my name. Uh, underscore just because I was like, oh, people use underscores, so like, yeah. let me just put an underscore in there. And back then, I used to love sort of like reading about animals and reading about sort of prehistoric creatures. So I was like, animal lover. Oh, good, because I was gonna say, I was just gonna say something. Are you a furry? <laughs> no, because I didn't know what furries were when I was ten years old. But you, you are you, are you, are you a furry now? You've got those cat ears. You've got cat ears. But uh, yeah, that's what they all say. Like, I would never change my Minecraft username. My Minecraft username is going to stay so animal lover. But uh, yeah, I did change some of my other usernames. Like my Discord username now is Sao Me, just like Sao another me. short version of my name. And I, I it, this was mainly because I used, I used to like sort of sign up for some mobile games, play some mobile games, and you can't have such long usernames. Yeah. So I was like. I don't want it to be Sal Animal without the lover, though I did have that for a while on Discord and some other places. So I just want Sal me. Yeah. You know, that's my name. It, people won't know what my full name is. They could make as many guesses as they want. They won't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sal me is just a nice short name. It's better than just Sal, where yeah. people I've always have this thing where people go like, so animal lover? To the point where in primary, in secondary school, when the teacher said so, I thought they were saying my name. For yeah. some reason, and that—that's my username. Quite basic, but yeah. Uh, this is a little bit off topic, but what's the worst attempt at your name someone has called you? My real name or my online name? Um, just any, whatever you want to say. Okay, so I, I think the the worst is probably just because S O W is an English word yeah. in itself, a female. Yeah. So 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 yeah. uh. There was even this joke back in the day where uh, I used to watch this guy called Cyclone. He was a relatively small channel at the time, and he grew. But like he, I used to be a regular viewer in like his streams. So yeah. he would make the point where he he knew how to say it correctly. He just wouldn't. He'd always <laughs> just say so. So he'd never call me Sal. He just call me Sal. So so really, it's just been so. Okay. Uh, so the only way you can really mess up a name. I mean, <laughs> but. In real life, I think you know real about life. this. My yes. substitute math teacher in year substitute 10 or teachers. 9. I know, right? They always get your name wrong. Substitute teachers. <laughs> oh my god, I don't understand. And you know, I'm a, I don't really mind my name being. Okay. This what did he my call you? What did he call you? My my actual name is Salmi N. As you yeah. know. Okay. So most teachers don't do it too badly. They go like Salmi N. Uh, Samayan, like you know, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was all right. This person, I the, the guy was cool, he was a cool teacher, he was nice, but somehow it took him months to really get it. <laughs> said Chimen. <laughs> Chimen. Yeah. That is, um, that is uh, very far off. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, we've been talking about this for so long, we need to move on. So, um the next part of the podcast is song of the week and i'm going to give you 2 minutes to explain the song because you wanted to talk about this song okay so <laughs> the song of the week this week i guess i'm doing all the major parts this week instead of you yes <laughs> the song of the week is we are from ice age 4 the the i i used to call it we are family because that's the main line of the song but this came at the end of the fourth film in the ice age franchise called yeah. Ice Age 4 Continental Drift and it was all about 
fact that all these different creatures, like they were different species, different creatures, but they were all one big family. And yeah. I, I, of course, I like the song because of how funny it was, because it made jokes of where like the old grandma who doesn't really know stuff went like, ham and cheese, no family. Because she she said that joke, and I love that part of the song. But I really just like now now when I'm older, and now that I've watched like something like Fairy Tale, which has similar connotations of no matter who you are, you, you can still be a family. Yeah, and that's why I really like the song nowadays because it was just really nice. Yeah, hear words like that saying like we may be different, we may be completely different from each other, no biological connections, no even DNA connections, but we're still family. Yeah. And I think it's an important message, you know. The the old quote of friends are the family you choose, which yes. I will love to stand by. And it's just family. They'll always be there for you. And this is from but Ice Age some, 4, right? Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, for me, I feel like in terms of friends, so not talk about the song, but more like what the song's about. I feel like uh, some people become much closer to some of their friends Especially those friends you have for a long time. Yeah. And that I hope I have all the friends I have now for yeah, many yeah. years to come. As like they become like quite a sort of close group who might even know you better than your family. I don't know. Yeah. Reminds like me. You should, um... like you should push away your family. Keep your family with you, please. Yes. Never have unless your families and friends. Unless you're Zuko and you your family is trash. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I offend everybody because you might i don't know who you are but yeah. i'd say try and treasure your friends as much as you do your family yeah. and the friends other way are around, important. Treasure your family as much as you might treasure your friends mm-hmm. you know so we're gonna move on to the question of the day as the last part of this podcast and as of recording this is a relatively uh fresh topic but what are your thoughts on the i know i feel like i should turn this to okay. you since you probably have more thoughts on it than okay, I you do. want okay you ask me the question then i feel like this question is something you can talk about yeah. more but what are your thoughts on the atla live action remake avatar the last Airbender okay live action so remake? i was actually pretty hyped i think for the remake and uh, we did talk about this last time or something but as you might have told i was relatively enthusiastic about it but recently in just a few days, like a few days ago, maybe as of recording, we've got news that the creators of Avatar are leaving the live action project. And that's like, you know, raised lots of concerns. So the, the you know, the really bad um, live action film that they made a few years ago was actually, um, never I've never seen it, but, and I don't want to see it because it will ruin everything for me. But it was made by Nickelodeon, and it was originally going to be a trilogy uh, with book one, book two, and book three being their own film. And that, you know, never happened because book one, movie one, was was trash for for a bunch of reasons. Um, uh, One reason is whitewashed cast. Whitewashing. Second reason was bad writing. Another reason was bad acting. Another reason was... It was just bending looked it was weird you know there were like there was a scene which i've seen where like 10 earthbenders are doing some weird martial arts dancing to make a like a inch long pebble move across the screen 
guess when everybody heard, like, oh, they might actually do it properly now. They might yeah. they have, like, creators on board. I think they, they will... I don't think Netflix will whitewash the cast. I doubt that will happen in 2020, but... I, I don't think the whitewashing is the problem. Yeah, I think I, it's... Cause it's because of the concerns of how uh, apparently the creators were brought on with the promise of, oh, we will use your creative uh, yeah. ideas. For this. And... But they left because Netflix wasn't doing that. Yeah, Netflix wasn't listening, apparently. Yeah, Netflix doesn't have a great uh, record with live-action adaptations. Yeah. yeah, Netflix can make really good shows. They made Dragon Prince, which is really good. Uh, but I okay, um, I don't know how much Netflix may see shows over the studios. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. DreamWorks is a phenomenal Netflix show studio yeah. with all their all of their like sort of adaptations of different series. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just uh, I hope I hope they don't do it. Probably. You don't want them I to do it. They... Not that I I I don't mind if they try it, but yeah. I hope they don't. Mess it up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and uh, one of the reasons this was going around, and it it was proven to be, well, not proven, but it's said to be fake news, but um, they were saying that Netflix wanted to age up the show a lot to make it for an, an adult audience with gore, um, NSFW I, I, themes. I, I can understand, like, a bit of blood, you know, yeah. to make it a bit more real because it's live action. Uh, that that's sometimes what I prefer, like certain versions of Power Rangers, because you know Power Rangers try to make yeah. it for kids. But do you want to see well. like a a fifteen rated Avatar show? Can make it twelve rated. Yeah, 12 I think rated twelve rated, rated is good. Blood. With a bit of blood, a bit more sort of like showing the injuries, you know. Yeah. Like, but a mature I, like Game I, of Thrones sort of sort of vibes. Do you think that was that would be a good okay. choice? To be fair, like. Umbrella Academy is a 15 show. Umbrella Academy is 15. Stranger Things is 15. And I feel like uh, Netflix... Avatar. For Avatar... Yeah. It, I don't think it would work. But I feel like they want to make Avatar a 15 as well to sort of sort of uh, please the same audience, maybe. Do you think that would work? I won't say they need to stick religiously to the source material because live action and animated two very different things. They're done differently. Yeah. But still, to the story... They have to. Res- they should. They should respect the. It creative, should stay the same. Uh, I think story wise. Creative. Yeah, yeah, like sort of like okay. They might. They might get away with changing one or two things, you know, just to sort of maybe maybe do that. But they shouldn't change it. And personally, can I just say something? They yeah. would have. Like, adaptations are great. I feel like in terms, instead of an adaptation, they should have done something that might appeal a bit more, like continuation, continuation show stuff that yeah. might sort of and, some adventures. Yeah. Surely there, there are going to be some people like Cora who don't agree with there, things. There's going to be the Fire thing. Nation who, who are going to be really angry that they just you know ended the war like that. There could there could have been maybe a Fire Nation civil war, you know. Um, and what, yeah, what are your thoughts if they aged up the characters? For a remake. No, because no, the, reason, the reason it worked so well is because Aang was just a kid. Yeah, and if they if they do age up the characters, I'm just going to completely disregard the new stuff and keep the original Avatar as my headcanon because... Because, like... Yeah. What do you mean age them up? They're already 15, 16. I, I think the aging up only is a reason to 
excuse them from exploring more adult themes, you know? So I think that's a possible reason for aging up, but I think they sh they shouldn't just they should just keep it as it is. Sure, sure. Like animation would have been better, but I feel like they're like, oh, we've got so much better technology. Let's just try live action. But like, it's really all the fact that the creators have said how Netflix weren't respecting their sort of yeah. creative inputs. I don't know how well it's gonna go with, yeah. with that. I mean, if there's problems, if there's a falling out, then it generally means that there's something going on behind the scenes that. It's not. It's not going on as planned, and uh, like... yep. So I think that's all so, we have time for in this podcast. So yeah, thanks for listening to our podcast. We aim to upload a new one every two weeks. So if you want to be notified, make sure you're subscribed or that you're following us from wherever you're listening from. And yeah, we'll see you in the next podcast. Always, it will be super appreciated if you share this to your friends, you know? <laughs> that was a bit of a tongue twister. But anyways, yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Yeah.